revolution has to have humor to it. The vegan shitless are great. Fucking welcome. Wait, what is this mess? <laughs> oh, um, friends of mine and I record a podcast on here. I am just trying to get them in here. It's called Vegan Chitlins? Well, it's the Vegan Chitlins Circuit. Um, That's funny. Like, it's, yeah, it's me and two of my homies, and we have like a podcast. All right, fuck these headphones. Does this sound better? Yeah. Yeah, there that sounds go. better. It sounds like your natural self. <laughs> <laughs> natural self. <laughs> Sometimes, do you sound just like you just came up from the Mississippi Delta? Y'all you sound like your good old natural self. But, okay. All right, so y'all ready? Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Break. Welcome Great. to the Vegan Chitlin Circuit. I am Grace, and y'all are who? My name is Stephen Marcus Relliford. My name is Ryan Thomas. I got a middle name, too, but it's not... It's not- <laughs> Yeah, see, oh, my middle name is now. It's just a part of my stage now. It's like my middle it name is, is my family. It, it, it is. We got a long ass, strong ass black name. Um, and we are the vegan chitlin circuit. You know what does that mean? I don't know. There, we have like very deep meanings for what the name means, and we'll tell you guys about it later. But this is mostly a place for us to check in with ourselves, check in with you, and check in with the world. So. What's going on with you, Steven? I'm like, are you guys experiencing any, like, hate? But, mm, I'm so oblivious to most things that even if that was the case, I wouldn't know. So I think I'm experiencing my first wave of haters. Like, before I had hate. All right, I'm going to need more specifics on this on this haterade, which you are experiencing. This is, like, in the in the wake of Basement Fest, or this has been bubbling? Specific, in- but not completely specific, because remember, we're on a public platform. Right. Well, yes, <laughs> I think leading up. We want names, Stephen. Give me names, bro. Give I'm me names. Give me names. Right, I think leading up. I, unlike the two of you, care to have a career going forward. So I don't know these niggas. Thank you. <laughs> no. Thank you, you kindly. Like, I mean, you guys will experience it too. That's why I asked the question. Because it's like, I feel like if people see you working and the more that you're working or the more shows that you are on or the more moves that you're making, I think you tend to brush up against jealousy or envy or the negative side of competition. Oh, for sure. But where... that ain't got shit to do with me. That's their feelings. No, that's real. That's facts. What is that? I think it's, it's like RuPaul or someone like that says that. It's like what other people think of me is none of my business. That's that's none of my business. What what I care about, like, I, there's few people whose opinions of me truly, truly factor into my general calculus of myself. As long as I know I'm coming at it with a good heart, I'm not trying to screw nobody over. I'm being a decent, kind person when you meet me. I don't care, bro. <laughs> The rest is on you. That no, sounds that's, like that's the that's the mentality to have, really. Yeah. So I mean, how are you thinking about this? This either hater or haters. Is it one of those that's putting gas in your tank, or does it got you feeling a type of way? No, I think it's good. I think it, I think yeah, definitely gas in the tank. I look at it as like these people they sharpen, like they they help they they're needed in the scene. You know, they're like a soundboard in a in a different way, like. 
yeah, people got arch nemesis, I guess. You know, bro, you got. Could you, you imagine a comedic arch nemesis? <laughs> so, hey, tell me why I didn't get the full story. But Dave Chappelle was at the belly room last night. My roommate went and seen Dave Chappelle on some random shit. This dude did did three hours in that bitch. But Dave Chappelle did. Uh, he told a story about the guy who went up before him, who's three years older than him, and they started at the same time, and somehow. Dave Chappelle was able to steal his like 15 minute spot back in the day. And that like was one of the spots that changed his trajectory. And the other guy, we do not even know who he is today. And we know Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle went on for like a whole hour last night talking about how uh, that dude hated them, him when they were coming up and they were like, you know, beefing it and had this. Yeah. Like you said, imagine like this comedy beef, like that's just real. Well, you saying this this nigga stole a fifteen minute spot and then proceeded to talk about that fifteen minute spot for an entire hour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years later, years later. I I just the, I think it's funny to think of what a comedic arch nemesis would be. Like, <laughs> would you tell foils of each other's jokes? That's how it would go too. I feel like. Bitches be tripping, bitches be tripping. No, what? Shopping. My bitches actually don't be tripping at all. They don't be tripping. Maybe it's your problem, <laughs> dude. Sound like a personal problem if your bitches be yeah. tripping. Women I mean, be I, shopping. Actually, my exactly wife don't be hate. shopping that much. My wife is very frugal with money, okay? <laughs> That's how the hate would sound. I think if I had a comedic arch nemesis, I would just be in the crowd, put plants there. You know, because you got to think. Like, you got, you have enemy, you have haters, right? Then you got enemies. Then you got nemeses. And then you got arch nemeses that, that's four above the hater i got enemies i got arch nemeses i got that would be amazing if you got arch nemeses you got to come with it so like i'm getting all my homies to roll to that arch nemesis show and i'm spreading them out around the floor room and whenever this nigga gives up for a punchline or whenever he reveals the setup we're all groaning i'm sorry oh, ryan yeah. but i they would need to throw tomatoes at that nigga for me okay yeah. I don't want you. It's just tomato, tomato. (laughs) Throw bricks at the nigga. Like, if that's my arch nemesis, I don't want him to ever feel comfortable anywhere, bro. That's funny. Throw shit at him. You know, he, made, he makes a joke about airplane food. He makes a joke about Spirit Airlines. You throw a brick at him. Don't you ever talk shit about Spirit again. Ever in your life, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would the heckle the nigga. If that's my arch nemesis, I would go from show to show with you and I would heckle you. Do y'all have, whether or not it's in comedy or not, do y'all have arch nemesis or like have you ever had like for myself. real? <laughs> for real, I think it's myself if, you know, we're going to put a bow on this part of the discussion. Because like I'm the one who gets in my head more than anybody else does, you know? And that's, I think, like the journey to mental health. I know it's a it's a journey, not a destination. Uh, but the journey to mental health has been that because self-hate is a bitch. Like you just... <laughs> I know it's an unoriginal thought, but like you just be chilling and you know, you ever just hated somebody? When you hate somebody, everything they do is fucking annoying. It's just like, oh, look at this bitch eating fucking fries. Leave some fries for the rest of us, bitch. But imagine doing that to yourself, (laughs) you know? Oh, look at me eating all these fries. Exactly. It's like, look at this bitch eating. Look at her breathing air. Look at this bitch drinking water. Leave some for the fishes, you know? Like, <laughs> God damn it. So based off of that, I had the therapy has been very helpful in getting me to a place where I'm just like, you know what? Um, maybe I deserve to breathe air, you know? Like, that's okay. 
that and that's an all right thing but it's mostly me like i get in the way of most of my progress than anybody else has so unfortunately i have to spider me myself well wow. i would agree i would agree with that but for some reason there was this girl Miriam, in high school yeah we just automatically hated each other on site i don't even know what started it it was just that type of thing like anytime we seen each other anytime we were like in the same classroom we were talking to some one of the similar friends or some shit like we hated each other and then it got to the point like it started from like eighth grade and then i want to say senior year we tried to add each other on Facebook and that shit lasted for like two days. It was just like a mat. We were just both waiting on either party to leave a status that we didn't want to like so we could start hating. <laughs> and it only took two days. And then it, like in the comments was like, you know what? We, I don't even like you. I was like, I know. I Ah, but it was weird. That was like the only time that I've had this weird back and forth with someone that is constant and it was just unknown. You got the benefit of hindsight. You live some life. You've been out here in the world. Like, what do you think was the reason that y'all just like, do you think y'all wanted to fuck? Like, was that it? You know what? That's probably what it was. We weren't, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, probably. We would even, yeah, we were young and, and I don't know. It was just weird. It was sexual. T- There's this thing they, they say. They say something about like either you're gonna fight somebody or you're gonna fuck somebody. And yeah, I guess we wanted to fight. If we wasn't fucking, we was trying to fight. Imagine walking into a room like I'm kicking ass or I'm fucking, and I'm <laughs> done kicking ass. Like that's insane. Those ultimatum shits. That my my dad that back when we were playing spades, he'd be like, "I'm handing out ass whoopings and bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum." Yeah. Yep. So you just gonna get these ass whoopings because I'm still in the giving mood. <laughs> <laughs> Not being Santa Claus for the ass whooping. <laughs> well, I gotta give them something. I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to be selfish. Yeah. And all the other kids got bubble gum. <laughs> me, it's me, little nigga. God, dog. It's me. Yo. On that, uh, going back to that that self love, self hate thing, because uh, both of y'all said you kind of on the same camp. I might have asked y'all this before. If you could have a perfect clone of yourself, magically, scientifically, whatever, perfect clone of you, like, do you think you'd have fun kicking it with yourself? Now, yes. Before, no. Oh yeah, man, I have hella fun. Man, we'll be doing all types of shit. Definitely <laughs> kicking with myself. Imagine like. Oh, yeah. We can both do different shows on different parts of town and then come together and do shows this together. This nigga is fucking doing a Dexter you go to comedy, of course. They, actually, no weed in the world would be safe if Steven had a clone. Like, it would just you be... You're right, man. That's what we'll fight over, the weed. We would go extinct <laughs> if there was two of you on the scene. Weed and who were buying the vegan food this time. Oh, yeah. man. They would, we would either have to, like, make more weed or we would just go extinct. What did y'all want to talk about for the what's happening in, in, in the world? I mean, it's on fire. Uh, you yeah, know? it definitely is on fire. Everything going on in the world is making me reflect on what's important. And I've realized that that is 
you know, my three favorite F words, food, friends, and family. We are grateful when we have all three. And then my non-F words, which is orgies and drugs, because we need that right now. (laughs) (laughs) So I am going to be looking. The issue is, if you can find an orgy online, you don't want to be at it. Because nobody who can who is going to online organized Facebook organized orgies is going to be the good looking people that you want to fuck at the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very concerned as to where I'm gonna find an orgy with hot people. I got I got friends. a homegirl who's into orgies. If you want, you know, if you see, I could connect you. You know, she Thank might. Thank you. Does she have a LinkedIn? Right you know, we can have- we can connect on there because <laughs> and make sure she's about her paper. Mm-hmm. I need I need everyone at my orgies to have LinkedIn's four hundred one ks. I I need you to have to to at least you know have Benefits. something to lose in case. I mean, you got to bring something end. more to you know the orgy. Right? You just can't bring dick and pussy. To exactly. The orgy. I need you to mm-hmm. be well established at this orgy. It's gonna put my mind at ease. Then, in case the world don't end, everything is good to go. Still, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta bring your fully realized self to this orgy. You gotta qualify for the orgy, really. Truly, I want the people at the orgy to have gone through self actualization and two years of therapy. <laughs> You can't get in my orgy unless you've been in therapy for at least two years. Exactly. And therapist has told you at least once. Do you think you need still need to be coming to therapy? Oh, mm-hmm. if my therapist tried to break up with me, I don't know what I'd do. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. This maybe I shouldn't be at orgies. Who knows? <laughs> I, I was I was talking to my homegirl about about therapy the other day. I won't be too specific. But she said she'd been seeing her therapist for like five, six years, however long. And she started dating a new dude. And the therapist asked, like, hey, like, have you thought about moving in with this person? And she was like, wait, what the? F- I've only been dating this dude for like a few months. Why would my therapist suggest I move? Oh, my gosh. My therapist is trying to make sure the drama stays in my life. So then that way I don't break up <laughs> therapy. <laughs> that is some wild shit. Like, you like to think your therapist has your best interests at heart, especially if they've known you for five or six years. But to the layman, that just seems like a bad idea to suggest. Nah, therapist thinking like, nah, this is, you cutting into my money. Like, I need as many <laughs> problems as you got. I need you to have them all. Losing my mind, that's all. But yes, uh, Steven, so what is going on in the world according to you? Well, I think it's kind of interesting that we have a lot of black athletes that have been winning the Winter Olympics and some of the reports for one, I mean, Elena Myers, Elena Myers is like now the highest decorated black uh, winter athlete in history. And a lot of the reports (laughs) are basically, they summarize to why are black people good at this? Like, first of all, they never had access to any mountains or any snow. They're they trying to figure it out. They're like, the... how the hell did she yeah. get in? It's like Tiger Woods all over again. They're like, what the fuck? It, exactly. They're basically like, when did they for- afford lessons? How did they ever get the training? <laughs> like most black people are not having access to ski lessons and skate and I, all this other shit. But it's they, like, yeah. Bruh, it's, it's like cool runnings all grade. over again. When did yes, you Yes, it's it? real life cool runnings. <laughs> Yo, so is that is that the this nigga frying up tofu in the background? 
<laughs> My bad. He, he's laughing because it is tofu. Are you making a scramble? He absolutely is. But yeah, the speed skater chick won. And apparently she only started like four or five years ago or some shit. Oh, that's great. See, that's what that's what I need in the Winter Olympics because that just validates my lack of respect for almost all the winter sports because no shade. I'm not saying you're not the best you are what you do. Clearly you are. It's the Olympics. What I'm saying is that the pool is so small that to be the best you are in that is way different from being the best in basketball or mm-hmm. track and field or something where there's more access. And the fact that this woman could be doing it for four or five years, obviously she's got prodigal talent. Obviously she's ridiculously dedicated, but also fuck you look like doing it for 15 years and someone's been doing it for four, whoops your ass in the ass of everyone else Bitch, in the I would world. be so mad. Now I understand why Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harden had their little, you know, issue. If it was just some little young upstart, you about to fuck up my gold. Uh-uh, bitch. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You might just... Well, wow! Can't yeah, you don't know what I me. sacrificed. You know? Every day, waking up at 5 a.m. and all this shit. My mama being terrible to me. Hell nah. You about to catch a fucking hammer in the knee. Just a little <laughs> bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Sorry. Hey, bro, I bet the you. decision wasn't even hard for her to make, honestly. Why should it be? She probably just went through the options. You just look at this bitch and like you've been you've been skating after work on and on weekends. Nah, you gotta go. Mm-mm. The disrespect, yeah, because because the, the alternative is to look at the mirror and be like, I guess I'm not all that, but you can't you can't say that and still be sure successful. Can't. Sure can't. But that's it. I maybe we should try a winter sport. <laughs> Yo, let's just put out the ABB on Black Twitter and be like, dear niggas, pick up a winter sport. Any sport will do. In four years, we'll see y'all in wherever the hell the Winter Olympics yeah. is, and we'll just mob deep. That's a good idea. And we should actually. do it while snow is still a thing. You know, that's like being phased out. So. Honestly, we should do that. That would be really fun to just have the Winter Olympics be black, and then that way in Black History Month, like we could just we could do both. The Black Winter yeah, Olympics, man. sponsored by Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah nigga I skated on these motherfuckers <laughs> rappers would be excited now they'll finally be able to have even more fodder for ice puns and skating on niggas and sliding through Zero. the nigga went Olympics imagine the speed skating it wouldn't really be speed skating but it would be like dance skating like niggas at Cascade in Atlanta but like they be doing it on ice oh yeah nigga doing backflips and stuff Yes, oh, I, oh, that'd be fucking fire. What what songs would they be putting on? You know, it'd be dope. You make me feel so good, Superfly. Uh, 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 uh. You're my super. <laughs> oh my god! All oh, these girls excited. Ooh, they know they like it. I'm so, I'm so icy. So icy. So icy for real. Imagine <laughs> niggas skating to that shit. That would be amazing, bro. <laughs> That's some straight up hood shit. That should be I want fun. this now. Hood <laughs> <laughs> on skates, the trap on skates. Oh my God. I actually really want this now. Teach niggas how to skate and then have a black. Winter Olympics. I want. I don't want a black Winter Olympics. I want black people to mob deep on the regular Olympics and turn it into the black Winter Olympics. Like the NBA isn't 
in fact, the NBA isn't the Negro Leagues, but it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I want, but for the Winter Olympics. Bruh. This this has to happen because I need niggas skating to so icy by Young Jeezy and, and Gucci Mane. Grace Johnson, uh, we're here with her. She had this idea four years ago. Grace, what was the inception? What was the driving force? What made you want to do it? Um, you know, uh, first of all, I would like to say thank you to God. I just really wanted, you know, snow, snow not about to be a thing forever. So I just wanted, I just wanted niggas to be able to bask in it. In, in the way that niggas do and um thank you so much everybody and now we're gonna switch to the part of the program where we find out what's going on with y'all so ryan what's going on all right so i was talking to my homegirl about this earlier today and she just moved but she's gone on three dates in this new city and all of them were shittier than the last and now she's just thinking about calling it quits on the dating at least until she moves away and so I guess the question is, should she or should she get out there and be like, all right, no one can be unlucky four times in a row. All right, here's the three dates. First date goes on a date with a black dude and he says, my favorite band is the Grateful Dead, which, you know, black love. Do what you want to do. That's Sound like that nigga do some acid. That's a very specific type of black dude. That nigga though. do acid. God damn. Right? Oh. And your first reaction was like, mm, all right, what are we talking about here? Like, what's going on with you? But then your second reaction is like, all right, let me not judge. Be the black you want to be. Go ahead. All on. right. Yeah, we're not a monolith. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. However, mm. however, mm. this date ended with her leaving all the cash she had on the table, which was just $11 in her wallet at the time, and saying, I hope you learn to love yourself because... <gasps> Because what he said was, yes, I love going to the Grateful Dead concerts. I love being the token black guy. Oh. Sound like he didn't get past the first question on the first date. No, no, he did not. When she heard him say the words, I love being the token black guy. Then she That's, chilling. That's chilling, bro. Where mm. do y'all find these niggas? I know. So that happened. That was her first date. All right. Second date, she went out with this next guy twice, and she said they was really vibing. On his Hinge profile, he said, you know, he had a kid and a baby mama, but they talked on the phone. He's like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. It happened. We're not how really- old the, How old the kid, if you know? Ah, you know, I don't know how old the kid is. I wanted her to tell me how old dude was, but she wouldn't She wouldn't okay. let me know, so I guess- Well, all that. niggas in yeah. my mind is 32. I'm sorry to break that to you. <laughs> 32 is when y'all's coming of age story begins in earnest. I don't care how long you've been on the planet, your age You're 32. is 32. I've seen, I've met five-year-olds who acted 32. So it's, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Go, please keep going. All right. He's got a kid. They go on a date. It's all good. She's enjoying it. She said, he says the baby mama isn't really in the picture. All they are to each other are, you know, co-parents. That. That's what they say. Second date, they trying to get the logistics straight. And he's like, all right, well, I can't do Sunday because Sunday, uh, I'm going out with the boys. And she's like, oh, that's strange that he's going to go out with the boys on a Sunday. And she clarifies and he says, oh, no, my boys, as in my children, as in my kids. And she said, well, that's weird. I thought it was just one. Thought it was just one. I guess there's two of these niggas. Like, I'm just trying to figure you out. Like, no, no judgment. Like, what, what's up? He's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I got this kid and I got this kid. And then, you know, my third kid is in North Carolina with his mama. And then she finds out that not only did this nigga not mention two of his kids, he also didn't mention two of his baby mamas. So he got three baby mamas and three children. 
So she finds this out and says, "Oh no 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 no! You sped hmm? you sped right pet you sped right you sped right past that." I just want to take a moment to take that in. Um, and when I call y'all shiftless, this is what I mean. Keep going, please. <laughs> How right. you just surprise children on a bit? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hey, hey, if you if you got to get it out your swamps, go ahead. Get it, get it out. Oh, it's coming. All right. All right. Three baby mamas, three children. So she lets them know very respectfully, I'm not with all that, but good luck to you. It's been real. He claps back and says, you know what? Fine. I was on your Instagram. I was on your social media. And you know what? You wouldn't make a good mama anyway. You would make a terrible mother. I see you all out here. He would know. All independent, all living your life, going where you want to go, when you want to go. You wouldn't. Oh, this ain't a bad date. This is a good date. (laughs) Why, Steven? He letting her have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she would make a She bad might turn mother. around and be like, oh, what's your sign? Some girls like that crazy nigga. No. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously at least three of them. <laughs> they liked him enough to have a baby by him, but she she was not she was not the one. Wow. Yeah, he totally spazzed on her. And so then she she was in a meeting. And he kept blowing her phone up from a different number. So she thought it was an important call. So she answers it, steps out the meeting, answers the call. And it's the dude. And he lets her know it was mad disrespectful what you did. Because what she did was she sent him the Summer Walker song. Uh, what was it? Like Four Baby Daddies or whatever it is. <laughs> she sent him that song and then said, this you. And apparently he listened to it in full detail because now he starts spazzing on about like, that's bad respect, how would you? I only got three babies. I don't even have four babies. So the fact that you would even send it, she was like, I'm not trying to be your fourth baby mama. It's like, and I would never want you to be my fourth baby mama. And I was like, you ran into a hotep, it sounds like. Jesus, okay, who, what was the third date? Oh, right, third date, man. It, she really went through, it's crazy talking to women about like their stories and interactions with men. like. Wild. Anyway, third date. Uh, I think they might go out a couple times, go back mm-hmm. to the crib, get it popping, right? They get it in. Right, right. In the morning, she wakes up to a basket in the bed, like an Easter basket. Okay. Easter basket in the bed. In the Easter basket is a toothbrush and toothpaste, three different shades of lipstick, a handwritten note, and baby wipes. Baby wipes. I think those yeah. He he's trying to he's trying to wear her skin. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Which is exactly what she thought. So once once that happened, she she had to play it cool, but she realized she was like, oh man, this nigga's gonna put me in the basement. Oh For shit! So sure. big t- and it's not that. big Tigger's basement either. It's, it's it's the you put the lotion on your skin or you get the hose again, and you're this not right. Shivers. This put the shivers lotion ass nigga. Ain't big Tigger's basement. This ain't Crab this ain't City Niles. Basement. Basement. It's not basement fest. It's not. Mm-mm. <laughs> Got three different shades of lipstick, so you look pretty. So he said, "All right, I'm fitting to hop in the shower. You want to join me?" She said, "No." Soon as he went in the shower, Run. got all her shit. Ran out that bitch. Door locks behind her. She realizes that she has forgotten her cell shit. phone. And she of does course. quick math and she says, "Fucking nigga, I get a new one. I got a credit card." And just dips. That here's yeah. the fun part. I know that that man is somewhere 
on his own podcast talking about how bitches don't love thick <laughs> men. I just <laughs> know that they're not appreciative and look at all the wonderful things he did for a bitch. And uh, bitches don't love good men and deserve everything that happens to them. Keep going. Look, all right, so then shit. that was the, so that was the last date that she went on, and now she's like, "Man, fuck this! I'm not going on one more date in this goofy ass town. I'm just gonna wait till I move to start dating again." Hmm. So that's the question, you know. After three fat strikes like that, does it even matter? Should you just hang it up and do other things with your life? Now, okay. I, I'm unfortunately too pragmatic a person because <laughs> I have that laugh was so evil just now. What are you about to say? What are you about to say? Well, I'm remembering a moment, right? Friend of mine, friend of a friend, went on date with dude, and dude got up in the middle of a very small restaurant was trying to excuse himself to the restroom, didn't make it all the way there, was still pretty much in the vicinity of the restaurant where everyone was sitting. And he farted (laughs) pretty audibly and bad enough that some patrons of the restaurant had to walk outside. Oh, And then I I believe the story went, called her later and was like, I would love to go on a second date. Ain't no, ain't no second date. <laughs> ain't no fucking second date. You so when I say restaurant. the dating pool has has piss in it, the dating pool has piss in it. So I don't, I don't, and can't blame your friend a hundred percent. Right. I mean, where I fall is I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Just live your own life. You got, you got stuff to do. Yeah. Do do that. Stuff. She gotta, she gotta burn something. Some sage, some incense, get that energy off of her. Yeah, she got to get that neutral energy. Something going on. Great, mm. A black man who listens to Grateful Dead, That's where there scary. are no signs, That's and scary. who said, I enjoy being the token black. He said, I love oh, hell no. black guy. So that, that yeah. Tagged. We need this figure to find out where he at at all times. He need a GPS tracker. On I, I think so, too. It should be a GPS that beeps so that other black people know. Mm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. What? No, what? No, fuck y'all. That's mean. It should be a GPS that beeps so we know where he is so we can help no, him. I don't I don't know. If you're 32, I'm not trying to help you get rid of your Grateful Dead addiction. Because if you're no. a deadhead at 32 and you're a black man, I support you over there i don't care that he's a deadhead it's more he needs the support for you know his love of tokenness oh yeah sure that was i mean but i mean you know niggas is terrible like horrible fucking people okay fine it's the tokenness that we have the issue with fine 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 yeah like the music you want to like i'm not over here you know what i'm saying i don't really know what the grateful dead sound like but i know i like lsd so Okay. He's like, yeah, you know, they, just, they make music with drugs and, you know, sing about drugs and so it's a drugs, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, nah. Um, how can we help that man? That's not on me. All I'm saying... It's many a nigga at an anime convention that is beyond help. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know exactly the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I love anime niggas. Anime niggas. I wish so, I... Just the diversity of dumb there's so much diversity in the anime negro but 
Yeah, it is. Similar issues. The anime Negro is wide and vast. But similar issues. Anime Negro contains multitudes. <laughs> the anime Negro is perpetually dynamic. <laughs> but to fix your lips and say, I enjoy being the only black guy in the room. To say that quiet part out loud, that's beyond help to me. But all I'm saying is, I mean, I don't mean help as in go out way to help this dude specifically. I mean help as in when you hear these kind of narratives, you know, be be the honey, not the vinegar. Let them know, hey, brother, like we're here to help you out whenever mm-hmm. you want that help as opposed to jumping down their throat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You see, this is the issue. We've built too inclusive a society. Shame needs to make a triumphant return because there's just so much. There's so much that y'all are doing. Niggas is just feeling too comfortable and too too loose and fancy free. Foot loose and fancy free. And they're just out here, you know, <laughs> pussyfooting around. You know, it's ridiculous. Niggas is on fucking Twitter talking about they fly out stories and them being stranded. Take that to the grave. I'm flying out to get some cat. Yeah, but like being flewed out by the girl, but she didn't pay for all the stuff and she said she was finna pay for it. I love it. We're building an inclusive world. It's the best where men also get to have flewed out stories of being stranded. There was one on Clubhouse earlier in the pandemic. He left Canada to go to Atlanta to fuck. Look, I feel like the only way, unless, you know, she got to get right and get on that therapy. I feel like the only re- way that a woman would fly a nigga out is if he's eaten her out before and in spectacular fashion. And she knows that she just, you know, she going to get her. <laughs> Not a fucking audition. That's what I'm saying. Look. I you know I'm not I'm not flying you out for the audition, but I will fly you out for the callback. You know what I'm saying? Like, for the callback. You know, like if you pay three hundred dollars for a round trip, think, is that worth like thirteen nuts in a twenty four hour period? Like probably, oh, honestly, enough will last you. It's like okay, but for you to have the audacity to think that you just gonna go in and she gonna pay for your stuff, and you ain't, you know, this what I'm trying to proper, say. Shame gotta make a triumphant return, okay? Productive shame. Shame that pushes you into action. No, I would not give that man a loving embrace when he said he loved being the only black person in the room. So yeah, I would say 98% the dating pool has piss in it. And then... 2% her because she need to go get like a spiritual bath or something to get that off of her because it's something yeah. it's something yeah. yeah just like your your homegirl who went on the date with that dude that farted and cleared out the whole room like he's Pumbaa and Lion King <laughs> when like, I was a young warthog <laughs> when he was a young warthog <laughs> she went on a date with Pumbaa like she definitely had to go home and Scrub dub dub, bust out the Brillo pad, rough side of the sponge. Have you ever come home stone. from a day where you're just sitting with some, sitting in darkness afterwards, and you're just like, "How did my life get here? How did we get here? Nobody's supposed to be here. God dog. That's happened once, and I pledged to myself that I would never do that type of shit again, and that I would be more discerning. And both of these sound like those moments. Yeah. 
sometimes the date be bad but i always know i always know how i got there it's because i wanted to get some i wanted to come up on some cut up that's always how i got there is that an old nigga the same thing to say too? positively you sound like you have the children and <laughs> you know not i was gonna say 401k but no come up on some trim is a phrase that is used by the type of niggas who definitely it would be two families would come to the funeral. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how you got the second family. For sure. Came up on some But trail. yeah, um, tell your friend not to lose hope. She might need to sit out till the summertime just for a recalibration, but everything is going to be all right. Yeah, she's not, she not really tripping about it. The only reason is because her homegirls be out here like, yo, we in these streets, we getting dick. Feels good. Going on dates. It's fun. Might find a man. Let's do it. She's like, honestly, I got other stuff going on. It's not really a priority right now. So, yeah, that's good. I, I love a person who's happy being single. You got to learn to love yourself. Because mm-hmm. it's the greatest love of all. Or Everybody. so the Whitney Houston has said. Mm-hmm. I believe that oh, depends on the love. Date. But, Stephen, do you have any advice for this person? Or do you just want to laugh at her pain like I've been doing? <laughs> I think laughing at her pain is what's going to do me best right now. And then maybe I can do it back with some advice later. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know what? I got to get it out first. But to be clear, laugh at her pain on her behalf. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We're not sure. saying that we laughing at her. Right. No, no, no. Just... On her behalf. No, I'm giving all uh, uh, appreciation to the ones providing the laughs. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I cannot, there... I cannot believe it. I don't know what I would do. I would probably walk out on the Grateful Dead man. Yeah, that's what she did. I would absolutely walk out. Just no, 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 no. No, <laughs> but again, I hope y'all take this wonderful gospel and understand that y'all are the problem. You know, I just say it. Say who you mean by y'all. Uh, the men folk, and I don't even date y'all, but objectively, I can say that y'all are the problem. And we're out. We out. I'm not looking for nobody's validation or respect. This shit was unique. It's like catching light, lightning in the bottle. This is great, man. The vegan chitlin circuit. Fucking welcome. Like the revolution has to have humor to it. Humor to it. Like catching light, lightning in the bottle. The vegan chitlin circuit. Fucking welcome.